Of course you want them to respond to stress when needed. But if that's the state that they are living in most of the time, then they are gonna assimilate the nutrients. They're not gonna have deficiencies, which is gonna lead to better mental health. They're gonna be able to connect to people better because they're gonna feel more safe around people and with connection. And I mean, stress is linked to so many things. They're gonna have less sleep problems. They're gonna have less anxiety. They are going to be able to manage their metabolism better. Like there's so many, so many things. There's so many benefits and they can grow up to be adults that can live up to their true potential. This episode is brought to you by the Blissful Parenting Toolbox. If you're looking for better ways to communicate with your child, deal with challenging behavior, or just improve your parenting skills, our free parenting toolbox contains the best resources from our expert workshops, as well as contributions from our podcast guests. These tools could be the missing link that you've been looking for to solve everyday parenting challenges and to access highly effective ways to communicate with your child without triggering conflict, arguments, or meltdowns. The best part is that these resources, tools, and templates are completely free and are gift to you for being a valued member of our community and subscriber to our show. To get free instant access to the Blissful Parenting Toolbox today by visiting www.blissfulparenting.com forward slash toolbox. That address again, www.blissfulparenting.com forward slash toolbox. Register today and we'll see you on the inside. Hello, hello, Blissful Parents, Michelle Abraham, your host. I am joined here by Dimple Aurora from Mindful Evolution. Dimple, hi, how are you? I'm doing so great. Thank you, Michelle, for having me. How are you? I am so good. You guys, I'm so excited for this interview. Dimple, as I mentioned, is the founder of Mindful Evolution, and she's the host of the I Am Mom Parenting Podcast. And both are parenting movements, empowering parents to create a family environment where everyone can thrive. Isn't that what we all want, parents? Yes. So Dimple is a wellness expert specializing in individuals to reduce the debilitating effects of stress and anxiety for children, teenagers, and adults worldwide. So Dimple's practical approach to mental health focused on optimizing the brain, heart, and gut connections using mindfulness, nutrition, and a variety of body techniques. So Dimple's a certified life coach, EFT practitioner, NLP practitioner, and holistic nutritionist certified in mental health first aid with a background in public education. That is like the perfect combination for healthy mind, healthy body, healthy family, healthy kids. So Dimple, I'm so excited to dive into this conversation with you today. We thought we'd talk about EFT to really help kids with big emotions. And it's funny because I stumbled on some words when we first started recording this. So we stopped the recording and did it again. And you showed me this little technique that I think really helped recalibrate my brain after being on the computer all day. <laughs> and so share with us a little bit about what that was all about and how that can really help support our kids too. <laughs> I'd love to. I'm so passionate about this. When we get stressed, we go into this fight or flight state, right? And for our kids, their brain kind of goes offline and they're no longer engaged with their whole brain. So for you, you were on the computer all day and 
basically your brain needed to, you needed to engage the right and the left hemispheres again. So what we did was we took our fingers and we traced a figure eight, like an infinity sign around our eyes with a little bit of pressure. And this helped to connect, reconnect the left and right hemispheres of the brain. Yeah, it was amazing. It was like my whole brain just recalibrated and <laughs> feels so much more refreshed. So it's interesting because is this something that should be, you know, maybe taught to our kids so that it can help them? Like when they, I noticed like there's like a transition between like technology and then back to like real life, I'll call it. <laughs> and there mm-hmm. seems to be this like, this transfer of energy that's not, it's kind of negative and not, not like, it's never like a good smooth transition from playing on the iPads or whatever, or on technology to then like coming to eat dinner or (laughs) going to do something else. Absolutely. And you'll find that kids, sometimes when they get off, they've had so much of a dopamine rush and they might be even more like their moods change. Mm -hmm. Their, Their moods change. They might react more angrily or more hastily towards you or more impulsively, or you ask them a question and they're like, what, right? Like they're just so hyper almost. And I always ask my daughter before she comes for dinner, after getting off the iPad to do some of these exercises, which involve tapping different parts of the body to recalibrate her body and come back to the present moment. Mm, That's so great. So are there any other ones that you can share with us that would also help? Yes, I love showing kids uh, the exercise where you can tap if you find your collarbone on, you know, on your neck, like on your collarbone. So right under the collarbone, you have these indents. And it's actually your K27 point, which is an acupuncture point. And it attaches to your kidney meridian, like it's part of your kidney meridian. Meridians are like highways that go through the body. And so when energy flows through these meridians, emotions flow through these meridians. So based on, you know, Chinese medicine and acupuncture. So if you just tap that collarbone point, this is good for when you're tired or when you need help with waking up in the morning or re-energizing yourself, you can just tap this, these two points and just use your fingertips and you can tap one side or both sides simultaneously. And you can just re-energize yourself. Well, that's great. So you don't need to have a whole big cup of coffee. You can just have it. Yeah. <laughs> and that's much better for our kids anyways than caffeine, right? <laughs> you know what, Michelle? I have not drank caffeine in over a decade. Wow, that's amazing. I got to try yes. <laughs> <laughs> I thought that was just part of being a mommy you needed caffeine. <laughs> Yeah. And, and, and my husband always says to me, you know, like some days I'm so tired and he says, why don't you have some caffeine? And I said, no, I'll just do my, my exercises. I'll just use my own body to re-energize myself. Yeah. It's great. It seems much healthier way of doing it. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. (laughs) That's awesome. So, you know, we really want to talk about our kids with their big emotions. And, you know, I really wanted to start with that transition from technology because something that I think is prevalent in a lot of houses these days. So that's super Mm -hmm. helpful. So how did you get started on really like helping kids, like figuring out, like, obviously you have so many different certifications and credentials and you have like a, this holistic approach to it. So how did you get started really focusing in on kids and specifically with their big emotions? Mm -hmm. So I had a very uh, difficult and challenging childhood. Mm 
So I grew up in a very unregulated home. Uh, my parents are great. I have a great relationship with them now, but I mean, parents evolve. And uh, I grew up at this unregulated home and I was very sick, always had some type of health challenge. In fact, the first 10 years of my life, I vomited every meal. Oh my gosh. Every single meal. So daily vomiting for 10 years and doctors could not figure out why. So by the time I was 35, I realized that I was living in this stressed state for my entire life. So I was a high school teacher and I had to leave my teaching career because I collapsed in the staff room one day and I became so sick. I was diagnosed with fibromyalgia. I had to have two hip surgeries. I had multiple ailments and symptoms. My body was completely out of balance, extraordinarily broken, and not only physically, but also mentally and emotionally, because my mental health was not good. I wanted to, at two times in my life, attempt to take my life. And so I was very uh, unstable at that time. So what happened was, I went on this healing journey. And it was a fascinating journey. So I then realized the connection between my childhood and my mental health and my emotional health. And I worked on healing my gut so I could become stronger and more healthy. And after I did all this healing, I thought, now it's time for me to have a child because I wanted to bring a child into the world, into this home that was peaceful and where I could just embody these attributes of like love and respect and empathy and wisdom. And so the entire concept of mindful evolution was born because I wanted everyone to be able to create a home where they raise a child from birth to adulthood in this peaceful and thriving environment. I love that vision and how great would that be for our kids then becoming adults who were raised in that environment too, right? That would make this world a whole bunch better place. Exactly. It's kind of like an experiment for me almost, right? Like I, I want to just kind of see, okay, what happens if the child is raised like this? And if I'm this healed parent, you know, coming from this healed space and it was in 2012, I discovered EFT. So I had done all this physical healing, but then in 2012, I, I discovered this tapping technique. It's actually emotional freedom technique. It's called Mm -hmm. you tap different points on your torso, on your face. And it's based on the concept of, it's like giving yourself acupuncture without the needles. Once I discovered that I was able to heal a lot of childhood baggage And so that led me to realize like, wow, why not use this concept with kids and let them process their emotions as they grow? Mm -hmm. So why wait till adulthood when we have this super full emotional backpack? We're carrying this backpack of emotions, like in grade three, this person bullied us in, you know, in grade seven, we had this incident where we decided we would never public speak again. And then, you know, when we were a teenager, somebody broke up with us and we decided that, you know, relationships were terrible or whatever it was. Right. So, so I thought, why not teach kids to process as they grow? 
Mm-hmm. I love that. And so by teaching kids the process as they grow, by the time they get to adulthood, they are a healed person. They're not carrying all this stuff with them. And that makes them, what are some of the things that would allow them to do as an adult that maybe they wouldn't be able to do if they don't do this? So stress is linked to so many things. The key is we want to keep them in a state where their body is not always stressed. So that way they're digesting better. Mm -hmm. They're learning better. They're able to connect better. So it's called being in a safe and social space, right? So they're feeling safe and social and they're in a rest and digest state. If that's the state that they're growing up in most of the time, of course you want them to respond to stress when needed. But if that's the state that they are living in most of the time, then they are going to assimilate the nutrients. They're not going to have deficiencies, which is going to lead to better mental health. They're going to be able to connect to people better because they're going to feel more safe around people and with connection. And I mean, stress is linked to so many things. They're going to have less sleep problems. They're going to have less anxiety. They are going to be able to manage their metabolism better. Like there's so many, so many things. There's so many benefits and they can grow up to be adults that can live up to their true potential. Mm, I love that. So what now happens if parents who have not really done the work themselves now become parents and they're in this situation of raising these amazing little humans and that come with big emotions and, and mm. all sorts of things and no manual. <laughs> yeah. uh, what are some things that kind of could happen to, you know, in the parenting situation if we have not dealt with the past issues? Well, the best thing about parenting is that it shows us what we need to heal, right? Because parenting brings up all of our triggers and it teaches us to how to be, how to learn to be calm so that we could be that anchor for our child, right? So they're going to push us and they're going to annoy us and they are going to trigger everything in us. And what we want to do is be able to regulate our own emotions. So this is why even for myself, I use tapping and various different techniques every day on myself, because I want to be, it's to the point where even my daughter, when she was two years old, she said to me, mama, I think you need to go meditate. Right? Like she was, she was only two. That's awesome. <laughs> right. And so I have in nine years, she's nine years old right now. I, I have been through times where I have gotten sick. Like in 2015, I had a major health setback. I was having panic attacks for eight months. Wow. For eight months. And actually one day um, I collapsed at home and my daughter was the only one home with me. And she came in the ambulance with me and guess what she was doing at two years old she was tapping on me and telling me, mama, you're safe. No, (laughs) right. It was so powerful. And to even instill that concept in her. Mm -hmm. And so it's just, it's for us to gain awareness, for us to gain awareness of our own beliefs, what's triggering us, and then working on it. It's never too late to work. We're constantly evolving. We're a work in progress and uh, emotions come up all the time. And Whenever things are ready to be released and healed, they'll come up, they'll show up. 
Awesome. And usually it's through some sort of, <laughs> some sort of your kid's behavior or some, something that will trigger you, right? Absolutely. <laughs> All right. Wow. I need to work on that. Okay. <laughs> but I think, like, being able to actually recognize that it's not just their behavior. It's something that's triggered in you, I think mm-hmm. is a really big thing. Are there any tips or suggestions you have for parents around like identifying that when you are being triggered? Yes. So I always say, let your breath be your first line of defense whenever you encounter a stressful moment. So it's important because by the time we're triggered, we're also going into fight or flight, right? And when we're stressed, what's happening? We're ready to fight, right? We're ready to fight with our children and they're ready to run away from us because they're flighting, right? So the best thing to do is activate our breath. So, and take that pause, I've learned to pause before reacting because instead it brings responding instead of reacting, right? Yeah. And so you want to be able to calm your own nervous system and, and spend time throughout the day calming your nervous system so that when you do encounter a situation where you can possibly be triggered, you may not be fully triggered. That involves taking care of yourself, filling your own cup, self-care moms and dads out there. (laughs) I know that's what you're hinting at and taking care of yourself first. So you're not like on edge, right? Maybe eliminate some of that caffeine we were talking about earlier. (laughs) And you know what? Life happens, right? And and we get busy and there are going to be times when things are stressful and we are going to be on edge. And it doesn't need to be a difficult process. So it's not about doing, you know, this bubble bath or going, you know, doing those kind of things. It can be as simple as just taking a few intentional breaths throughout the day or making sure that you've incorporated some kind of movement in your day or some kind of positive intention or positive practice, such as gratitude, maybe, right? And so those are the kind of things that are very simple because I believe in simple, easy, quick techniques, actionable things that get you in the right state quickly, right? Because nobody has time to go for, you know, hours and hours of whatever it is, therapy or whatever it is, the self-care that we're used to envisioning, right? Right. It doesn't have to be this big mountain of things we need to do and shoulds and all that kind of stuff. It could just be some quick, easy things. Exactly. Exactly. And also uh, eating on time, right? Controlling our own blood sugar and those kind of things. Oh yeah, that's huge too. So you're not getting that hangry, <laughs> hangry, yes. hangry state. I relate the hangry state to when kids get off technology. It's the, it's almost it comes off across as the same thing, <laughs> right? It's that, so maybe perhaps that the figure eight would also help when you're hangry <laughs> as well. You know what? It's, it's so true because when they get off the technology, they, they stay on, if they don't have a schedule, they stay on be, and then they, after they're starving yeah. because they didn't want to eat. <laughs> Mm-hmm. didn't recognize those hunger kids, <laughs> right? So do you have any quick tips for parents like throughout the day, things that you do to kind of keep yourself kind of regulated throughout the day that really helps uh, when you get to the end of the day when you're tired and then you can get through mm-hmm. that part of the day too? Yes, awesome. So the first thing I do in the morning is drink uh, two, one or two glasses of water. So I hydrate and I do take a lot of intentional breaths throughout the day because I spend a lot of time talking to people. I spend a lot of time on, on the computer. And so I find that 
a lot's coming at us, right? All day long. And so I find the intentional breaths really works. What it does is it, it just improves your heart rate and your heart rate coherence so that you can regulate your emotions better. And I'm very intentional with my eating. I feel like I do, uh, I have basically three meals throughout the day. I don't snack much. I don't feel the need to snack. And at nighttime, I do gratitude with my daughter and I do EFT. I do use the technique every night before bed for sleep because what it does is it lowers your cortisol levels and it helps your body to relax, gets your body back into a parasympathetic state so that you can sleep easily. And we do this whole sleep script, right? It's just this whole, like, you know, um, I choose to sleep in peace. I fall asleep easily. I sleep throughout the night. I wake up refreshed, you know, all of these intentions that we put into our sleep routine. Yeah. That's awesome. And do you also do some tapping when you are going to sleep as well? Yes. So we do this whole sleep script with the tapping. With the tapping. That's awesome. I would see how that would be really beneficial for kids, especially kids who are busy, like after dinner hours at sports running around and then like they get home and it's like too bad. And it's like, it's hard to go from like the playing soccer, you know, or hockey or whatever to coming home and going right to bed. Um, It's that wind down piece that they're missing. Right. Exactly. And I find it's such an easy tool to help wind down in any situation. And even if you're having anxiety about seeing a certain group of people beforehand, right? You know, maybe it's your family right, or your in-laws, but you can do it in the car. You can just tap and you don't always have to say anything. Like there's a basic tapping recipe that people follow Mm -hmm. and you don't even sometimes have to say anything. You can just tap certain points. Oh, that's cool. Oh my gosh. There's so many great little nuggets here of things that parents can do and kids can help, help us regulate our own emotions. I'm curious what you do. Like, I know you work with parents and you work with teens and tweens and what exactly do you do with them and how should someone identify that? Like maybe they need some support and would be a good time to like get in contact with you. Mm-hmm. So, so I do life coaching and I use a three pillar approach. Say your child is having anxiety. Maybe they're having problems eating some eating disorders. Maybe they're having a fear or a phobia. So if a parent comes to me, I'm usually working with the child's mindset And it's always processing certain emotions that a child has held onto, maybe a a traumatic incident. For example, somebody's had a traumatic incident with, with a dog, or maybe a child has not processed their parents' divorce, or maybe a child is having anxiety about going to school. So these are some of the examples that... I've worked with kids on and also nightmares has been one different things. Like I've even had a situation where I had to work with my daughter because she had a dream about ants. Oh goodness. Right. And it's, so there's so, it's such a variety of things. And, and I'm always working on with parents to help them work on their child's gut health because that controls so much of the body's physical health and also impacts mental health as well. 
Right. And our guts are like our second brain. So exactly. Yeah. If it's out of whack, then it's going to be all sorts of hard to keep the rest of us in check. Mm -hmm. (laughs) I'm sure. Mm -hmm. Yeah, that's good. I love your holistic approach to it. So this seems to be like, you know, no matter what someone is struggling with, is there indicators that you know that it's unprocessed emotions or um, unprocessed feelings? Is there some indicators of that or that rather than it being something else? Mm -hmm. So I find that children will also display certain behaviors or certain, they'll have conversations, but they'll say things that point out that they haven't processed something. So maybe they have a belief, they'll come up with a certain limiting belief suddenly, and you have to become aware and think, okay, why would they say that? They obviously have formed some type of belief. So it shows that, okay, they've, they have something that hasn't been processed or they have a lot of resentment Mm. or they have a lot of anger or Mm. they're experiencing grief, but really we don't think that their grief may have been because they changed schools or they moved homes. We think, oh, but nobody died. Why would they be having this type of grief? So, I mean, you can tell from their eating habits, their sleep habits, the way that they're interacting with, with others. And sometimes it's very subtle. It could even be they're constipated. It could even be they have tummy aches. There's so many ways to tell that a child hasn't processed something. And it's really kind of digging deep into conversation with them, role-playing with them to figure out what it is. Mm. Yeah, that makes a lot of sense, especially if it's like, you know, that lack of confidence that comes out sometimes like nobody likes me or, you know, those kind of conversations seem to be happening a lot with kids in our, in our communities. And it's like, you know, where is that coming from? Exactly. That's not been processed. That's interesting. Oh my gosh. So this has been so fascinating. Uh, Dimple, thank you so much for sharing this with us. So we're obviously, I definitely recommend everyone go check out the I am mom parenting podcast, where you are the co-host of it with your uh, co-host Shaista, who we've spoken to on blissful parenting before too. You guys do an amazing job with the podcast and really just covering all sorts of really interesting topics from both of you guys, very unique perspectives. Um, So do you want to share anything else about the podcast before we let you go? Well, the podcast is is really to provide these actionable steps to parents so that they have strategies, tools that they can use for uh, effective parenting. And that's what we wanted to, to come across. So not so much the theory, but also the actionable steps. That parents yeah, I love that about your guys' show is that it's not just a lot of talk. It's like talk and action yeah. <laughs> that you can be doing. And here's, the, here's some steps to do that, right? So exactly. uh, it's definitely a fantastic uh, resource for our parents. And otherwise, they can find more information about you at mindfulevolution.ca. Yes. Thank awesome. you so much, Michelle. Yeah, you're welcome. Any last words you want to leave with our parents today? I would just say... The most joyful privilege that we have is to be able to live in this regulated state. Life looks different when you are not in a stressed state. And if you could learn how to spend most of your time in this blissful state, I would say, then life becomes more magical and we can do it. And it is possible for everybody, no matter the circumstances. Ooh, I love that. Yes. 
and living in a blissful place in a blissful state, it sounds like something all of our blissful parents would aspire to. So (laughs) thank you so much for leading us down this path. We're so excited to continue this journey with you. Please Blissful parents out there, go check out I Am Mom Parenting Podcast is awesome. And mindfulevolution.ca. We can find out more information about Dimple over there. So thanks again, Blissful parents for checking in today. We can't wait to see you again next week. And Dimple, thank you so, so much again for spending this time with us. Oh, thank you, Michelle. Take care. All right, Blissful parents, have a fabulous week. We'll see you again next week. This episode is brought to you by the Blissful Parenting Toolbox. If you're looking for better ways to communicate with your child, deal with challenging behavior, or just improve your parenting skills, our free Parenting Toolbox contains the best resources from our expert workshops as well as contributions from our podcast guests. These tools could be the missing link that you've been looking for to solve everyday parenting challenges and to access highly effective ways to communicate with your child without triggering conflict, arguments, or meltdowns. The best part is that these resources, tools, and templates are completely free and are a gift to you for being a valued member of our community and subscriber to our show. To get free instant access to the Blissful Parenting Toolbox today by visiting www.blissfulparenting.com forward slash toolbox. That address again, www.blissfulparenting.com forward slash toolbox. Register today and we'll see you on the inside.